So start over. Jesus Go, Christ. Continue, please. <laughs> do you have to? I can already tell you're going to fucking do it again. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm really not. I'm really not. Ask the question. Should the second place charge you full price if they have to fix the first place's work? At the first place? <laughs> Fuck you. Punch. <laughs> You know when you want to do something, like you have like something in your head that you want to play out so you can do a certain thing? Yeah. You know, like where you're like, I just want someone to say this to me so I can fire back with this, yep. and it never fucking happens? Yep. I've got that going on right now. With the new high mom? No. Okay. That still hasn't fucking come out yet. Whereas, so this is now part two of this fucking fruitless, timeless episode. Fucking life is meaningless. Uh, I'm entirely distracted <laughs> and just we're seeing what we can get here but this is something that's been on my mind um so here's the move that i want to pull and no opportunity has presented itself the last few days and i'm getting antsy uh, i really want to pull uh this happens all the time in tvs and movies when you get busted doing something and someone really busts you good mm-hmm. and you say were you spying on me? <laughs> I really want to do that. Okay. That's I like I like where your head's at. Have you ever but like that happens what? Like once an episode of every TV show ever where somebody gets busted and where someone gets busted doing something they go we're in like the reaction like you get caught doing something you were immediate not supposed spin to be zone doing. it's like so, it's the best spin zone ever. <laughs> best power move ever of just like were you walks, spying on me? Somebody walks in on you jerking off, and you're like, were you spying <laughs> on yes, me? Yes, exactly. You're like, you're not supposed to be doing that with the... I'm sorry. You were know, you spying? You know, we just talked about in the last episode, the soccer players jerking each other off in the... That, so they should have pulled that cla- move. Cl- classic. They could have gotten right out of that. They should have oh, said, man. were you spying on me, po- watching the video that I posted on the computer <laughs> right, right. for everybody to see like just because it's out there doesn't mean you have to watch it. Just quit to spying on spy- me. Yeah, right. Oh, uh, so that's just a small little thing that's on my mind. Chris Christie should have done that this this past week too. Would have been a classic, very good uh, get out of jail free card. Yeah. Also, I d- so Chris Christie's an asshole. Definite. Asshole. We knew that. Not breaking news. I get really mad over this. The same thing that happened. Uh, so the Bruins recently bought out Jimmy Hayes, and everyone was like. Well, that does it. The Tyler Sagan trade stunk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You really needed Jimmy Hayes to tell you? Yeah. That? Like, we knew that for like four years. You really needed like, Chris Christie on a beach to tell you that that guy's an asshole? Right. No. I, yeah. I get so, it's like, well, what, what do these things have to do with the other? But I did like Chris Christie, like, really bearing down on being an asshole. I'll and, tell like, you that, that if guy's I were not Chris running, Christie's, he, he's he did not exactly re- what I would do. What? I would have done the exact same fucking thing. Yeah, but he's, he's not already for, beyond he's not... repair. He has right. shut down this fucking beach. No one can go to it. And now he's got an opportunity to have some space on Fourth of July. I, I mean, I like, love. I would the do move. that. Yeah, I also just like him saying uh, his like excuse. He kept saying like, "I didn't get any sun. I didn't get any sun." And then everybody was like, "We saw the pictures. You were on the beach." And he was like, "Yeah, but I was wearing a baseball hat. I didn't get any sun." Uh, that's again. That's that's a lot of spin zone right there. That's a huge. No spin one's zone. talking about the sun. <laughs> right. That's that's the fucking. Uh, that's the the Migos interview. The uh, would you say? Would you say? Also, that's become a meme. 
Uh, the picture, of it is. the picture of <laughs> that guy leaning in, <laughs> yeah. asking him to repeat it. That guy's face is hilarious. Yeah, uh, the I think it was yeah, it was uh, someone reported that Kelly Olynyk was going to sign a big contract today, which he did. He signed a fifty million dollar contract, and when first uh, when word was first emerging that there was a bidding war for Kelly Olynyk, I think it was our guy Tony X responded with that meme. <laughs> of the, what would you say? Uh, so, would you want to talk about basketball Twitter again? <laughs> no. I guess. One thing I wanted to talk about, a uh, horrifying experience that I had today, I got a bad haircut. Oof. That's not feeling. fun. Uh, you, you know what the only thing worse than a bad haircut is? Is realizing you're getting a bad haircut once you're in the chair. Yes. It's like seeing a bad movie. Yeah, exactly. It is. You're committed, and there's no getting out right, of it. Right, yeah, exactly. It's like, what am I going to fucking run away right now? <laughs> right. I'll look like an asshole, right. literally. It, yep. Uh, so here's here's the funny part. Uh, for anybody who uh, has been following my life over the past week or so, I'm unemployed. Employed much? So uh, I thought that maybe I'd save ten or fifteen bucks by going to the barber down the street from me, oh, which I no. used to do. Uh, instead of the more expensive uh, friend from high school who has been cutting my hair for like the past year, uh, he's awesome. Love him. Didn't want to spend the extra 15 bucks, so I went to the barbershop down the street hoping for the best. Oh, I got the worst. New lady. I ended up with a new lady. You n- never trust a person that has never cut your hair before. No. Yeah. I, I'm, Don't I'm do just, that. Uh, are you hearing yourself? As I you're know. These things? Like, I'm unemployed. In desperate in... times, desperate measures. Honestly, I don't have the money. I would go in. I would go into debt to give you the fifteen dollars <laughs> because I can't be fucking seen. I know. With oh god, I know. It's, and especially before going on a trip too. Yeah, not not great. Um, so I realized like halfway through the haircut, I was like, "This lady doesn't know what the fuck yeah, she's doing. Doesn't know her way around a hair." Yep, <laughs> and uh, that's a bad bad news. Um, and but there's also like a a weird thing when you're in uh when you're in a chair at the barbershop. And you think that you're getting a bad haircut, but you're like, maybe it's just the lighting. Maybe yeah. the lighting's throwing it's this off a little bit. It's not the lighting. Those, I went home. I showered. Well there. I, was like, I went home, and it still looked like shit. And I was like, oh, maybe if I shower. Maybe if I shower, it'll, uh, it'll come together. Showered. Still look like shit. Uh, and so I decided my only move was I went early in the day because I'm unemployed, you see. Mm-hmm. I don't have things to do. So yeah. I went at like 10 a.m. and got yeah. my haircut. I decided you to. You know what that is? What? It's an old person move. Uh, yeah, I was old only, people. As soon only, as they start their day, they're like, "Fuck!" Like, I, I, I gotta give me something to day. do. Like, please, I, gotta, I need to have something to talk about. I gotta waste time until I die. Yes, yeah. So that's <laughs> so, kind of where you are. I was the basically. Uh, I was the only person in the shop under seventy. Ooh, as a customer. Um, so I decided my only move was. I was going to wait until the final hour of the shop was open. Uh, so, like, they close at 8. I decided to go at 7. Okay. Hope that the lady wasn't putting in a full day. Yeah. And then I would ask for them to fix it so that I wouldn't have to spend any extra money to get it fixed. Wow. You did this so differently from how I would do it. Go on. <laughs> well, I, my so this was plan B, by the way. Um, I Plan A was I asked my buddy, who I usually go to. I was like, hey, can yeah. you fix this? Fix it. And I was like, can you fix this? And he was like, sorry, bud. Uh, I'm not available today. I'm off. Um, this guy doesn't sound like a good friend, by the way. Oh, no. He's, he's upcharging you like crazy. <laughs> and he's, he's not upcharging me. He's charging me for the quality that he right, gives. Right, that he's giving you. Okay. So, um, he, I, I don't get a friend discount. Ah. Um, but so I decided to go at like 7 o'clock. 
to my disdain, yeah, was she lady was still hustling, there. putting yeah. in a full fucking day of bad haircuts. Right, so good for her. <laughs> right. uh, She's trying to get better. Right, uh, first one in, last one out. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason she's still on the team. So uh, that's uh, that was go- always going to be an awkward experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she came over. She finished the haircut that she was doing. She looked definitely it was like, I've seen that face today. That can't be good news. Oh. Uh, so she was like, are, are you all set? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm going to wait for him. Oh, yikes. So like a ruthless move, but I had to do what I had to do. Uh, and... It looks okay now, like not as good as a. Yeah, as no, it looks. It, yeah, it looks, it looks okay. Good. Yeah, um, fixed it a disastrous situation, but it was a very awkward process. Can we tell you how this would have gone if it were me? Yeah, go ahead. So I would have started by going to my guy Evan at the Barber's Den. If Evan's not available, I'm going to Andrew. I'm going to Sean. I'm going to Peter. The possibilities are fucking endless. All these people at the Barber's Den? They're all fucking wizards. It is ridiculous how good they are. So I'm going to one of those guys. Uh, getting that haircut, tipping them good, keeping them happy. Oh, I tip great. it up. I tip great yeah. for a good haircut. Yes. You you always have to tip like crazy at the barber shop. Mm-hmm. Never, I don't want to spend a second on this. Never tip when you're picking up takeout, but... Put all that money into uh, into barbers' tips. We've talked about this privately. I don't know if it's seeped into the podcast, but I, I do tip when I do uh, takeout, but only at one place. It's my favorite place. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that's and cool. I give them like a buck or two every time I pick up, yeah. and uh, they love me for it, and they t- treat me great there. It's, so yeah, it's, it's my spot. Okay, right. If, if it's my spot, I'm going to tip them. Yes. I'm going to tip my so, guys. If for some reason... Uh, I'm not able to get an appointment if they're if I try to do a walk-in barber's den. Uh, it's too busy. I need an emergency haircut, and I go someplace else, and it sucks. I am not going back to that shitty place to get it fixed. I am going to later in the day spend an additional like thirty-five to fifty-five dollars going to the barber's den. And having them do it, and do you I'm have to calling pay full that price first, when they fix somebody I'm else's work. Calling that first investment asshole tax. I do that Fair all enough. the time. I mean, call if, things asshole tax. If Just I chalk could, it up to like right. I have to lose this money, right? If I so if I had to, if my buddy was willing and uh, and able to fix it, I would have counted that as a loss. Yeah, I'd have been like, it's my fucking fault. Yeah, for asshole trusting tax. these people. Take it. Uh, I'll never do it again. Yes. Uh, but here's the question. Like, do you have to, if you go to somebody to fix somebody else's work, yeah. do you have to pay them, like, full price? Oh, no. Why? Do they try to charge you again? No, no, no. I'm not. Well, I didn't get charged. To oh, get yeah. To, like, if you go back to the place where they fucked it up to begin with, yeah. if they charge you, never go back there and you're justified to burning it down. Right. Uh, but if you go to somebody else, is what I'm saying, to fix another person's mess. At that establishment? No, at a, at a separate establishment. Uh, like, is it cool if they charge you full price? At the first establishment? No, if you're going to a second establishment to fix the first establishment's work, is, is it, like, justified for them to charge you full price? If at they're the just the first place you go, what are you? No, <laughs> what the fuck? Was this like a? Was this a? I'm pulling your leg, Pete. Was this a Joe Budden experiment? <laughs> <laughs> Is 
yeah. Joe Wood and Migos experiment? Yeah. Fuck All right, you. so if you go back to the first place and they fix what you got. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't tell if you're intentionally trying to fuck with me. I was distracted the first time and then like the the next nine times have, like, I was like, I'm just going to keep repeating. Well, my face was like breaking trying to not <laughs> laugh because I was also really tired. So it was just like a lot of. Okay. So start over. Jesus Go- Christ. Continue, please. <laughs> Do you have to... I can already tell you're going to fucking do it again. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm really not. I'm really not. Ask the question. Should the second place charge you full price if they have to fix the first place's work? At the first place? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck off. I think I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, let me think. Because I was... I was trying to decide, like, if, if my buddy fixes this, what, what do I have to, like, pay him, like, a regular haircut? Yeah. When he's really just cleaning up the first person's mess. Yeah. Like, like I he mean, doesn't have to put in a full, full haircut's worth of work. This is the second person at the first place? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> so, like, you're not enjoying, like, you're, not. like, I don't know if anyone listening is going to find this funny. You're not even like, oh, you know, it's it's good for the content. Not or playing like, along. You just don't fucking I'm like not it. And you along. want it to stop. Yes. Um, <laughs> I can't tell. Like I said, I can't tell if that's funny either. Um, it's Monday and I'm pissed. Should you have to pay the second person at the first place if the first person at the first place fucked it up? Not the second person at the first place. <laughs> what the fuck? How long has this been going on? A second person. This at was all a separate from establishment. At so at the the second the uh, second person at a second establishment from the one that you usually go to. Yes, from the one that you normally go to. Oh my! I'm gonna <laughs> fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you. Uh, you know what? You know what this is? This is like uh, this is some like uh, this is some like sleepover shit right now. Yeah, and this is I'm- some like like laughing and giggling about stuff. It doesn't make any sense, and like the, the parent- and it ends in homicide. And it, yeah, oh yeah. Did you ever get like punched at sleepovers? Yeah, I got punched a lot at sleepovers. I got punched a lot everywhere. <laughs> I would too. Uh, one time I was at a sleepover. And just me and one of my friends, we started doing this thing. We would just start laughing. And then at the end of the laugh, we'd kind of turn into a little question mark. So we'd go like, I feel like sleepovers got between. Got punched a lot for that. <laughs> sleepovers between uh, young boys are one Recipe of. Recipe for disaster. Oh, absolutely. But like also one of life's. First true great pleasures. Oh well, you need that's like a huge growing experience, Ex- right? Yeah, like and and also like you got to be around the worst possible people, which are young boys, <laughs> yeah. and you got to be with them through the night. You got to survive that. Yeah, yeah, you, it is. It is really like a. It's a battlefield. You yeah. have to survive. I remember I used to go into sleepovers being like. I know that there's like a way they can make you pee where you don't want to pee, <laughs> yeah. and I, I bet they're gonna do that to me. I got the uh, shaving cream a lot. Um, oh yeah, we would do the shaving cream thing. Got my eyebrows shaved. Oh my god, I would fucking. I looked like a horrifying monster. 
I would. My mom was pissed. I I'm pissed now. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't great. But you know what happened? They grew in darker. My eyebrows used Ooh. to. My eyebrows used to be like real blonde and like like almost to the point where you couldn't even see them. So you got a new eyebrow. I got. A, eyebrow. I got a new set of eyebrows, yeah. and it was an upgrade. Got so a new good wife. for me. Better wife. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, also, a lot of Beanie Baby fights when uh, when I was a young young lad. Ooh, what you is know what that, that is? Throw Beanie Babies. It's at each where other? you just fucking take Beanie Babies and throw them as hard as you can at people. Uh, be honest with me. How many Beanie Babies do you have? I did not have Beanie Babies. I had a million Beanie Babies. So your parents were good to you? No, I was good to me. I would fucking spend my hard-earned money. That's what you fucking bought as a kid? Yeah. I bought video games and shit. They were supposed to. So Beanie Babies were supposed to be. I don't think anyone told us this. We just decided Beanie Babies were going to be this great fucking investment, and they're going to be worth millions someday. Yeah, that's what people said. Yeah. I don't think anybody ever said that, though. I think that was just like a thing that some fucking. It circulated. It was like a. Six-year-old named Ned started, and everybody just (laughs) started. his parents, to, it's like a six-year-old named right. Ned he that tried to convince to his parents. So he was like, "They're gonna be worth some someday." They're like, "I don't want baseball cards, Dad. Just give me the give me the money, and I'll go buy the Beanie Babies. I get Hottie Teddy '98. One of my friends." So they would give that kid the money, and then uh, they then like that kid's dad was out uh, drinking with the fellas, and they're like, "Hey, how come Ned's playing around with dolls?" And he's like. Because it's a, it's got an investment. He's doing it for money. He's smart. He's a savvy investor. That, like, kid, that fucking kid's a kids. fucking genius. Right. What are your kids doing? So then, like, kids are what like, long term oh, investments are your kids. Gonna, I'll show you. My kids are going to have all the meanie babies. <laughs> and then they bought a bunch of meanie babies. And then the kids to keep up with fucking Ned, who's now like this hot shit, who's fucking just slaying puss left and right. Uh, slaying elementary puss. Yeah, everyone's just buy, buying Beanie Babies trying to keep up with this stud muffin. And that's how, like, that TY company is like, shit, we, we just had, like, a fucking banner quarter. Like, what just, why, why did, why is everyone buying Beanie Babies all of a sudden? Yeah, so, and shouts to these parents financing the their kids' goddamn addiction to Beanie Babies while the their, like, eight-year-old asshole children are downstairs in the basement fucking whipping them at each other i bet that'd be painful oh no see we knew oh they hurt we knew these were collector's items we weren't we weren't throwing them because would the tags get ripped yeah probably oh heavens one time i brought home beanie baby and my little sister ripped the tag off oh yeah you lose all value in the she just celebrated a birthday yeah that's uh in that moment that she ripped the tag off you know what you should. I don't think that maybe she'd be celebrating many more birthdays. <laughs> you know what you should have done. You should have gave him like an empty box and just put like a note inside and said, "You don't get a fucking gift this year because you ripped the tags on my Beanie Babies." However many years ago, yeah, like I should like, do that this year. Like, yeah, like like you should have like made it seem like that was cooking for years. I should, yeah, I should start doing that. I feel like if you hold grudges, you can save a lot of money. Oh yeah, you burn a lot of bridges, you save a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of a uh, lot of Beanie Baby fights. Um, this was a classic move that we did uh, when I was a young young lad. Uh, one person stands on the top of the couch uh, and holds a couch cushion, mm-hmm. jumps off, and the other person just fucking destroys them. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did that. Oh, yeah. 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 Real dangerous game. Yeah. Uh, we did that in broad daylight. We were fucking psychos. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, one time, my head went through the ceiling tile. 
you know, the seeing tiles yeah. can just lift up. Yeah. It went through that, and my nose got caught on the metal bar, Ugh. and it ripped my nostril off my face. Ooh, that is gross. I don't know how little boys have fucking functioning necks. I don't. You would think that they would just, just all children, break their necks yeah, immediately. I don't know how children just survive. I, I, I kind of think I suffered a neck injury when I was a kid, and it was just from I jumped off a fucking chair, and I just landed kind of funny, and that was it. And I was like, "That's how I'm getting a neck injury? Have you seen the shit that I fucking do?" I know, and that that's why it's always okay to laugh at videos of children getting hurt on the internet. Yeah, because you know what. One way or another, those children like, are manufactured yeah, to take like, a goddamn beating. Exactly, like that. Shit's... Children are like like rally or uh, like demolition cars. Yes, exactly. Um, they just get fucking rocked. Um, they get rocked, and they're just going to end up pieces of shit anyway. So might as well just expedite it. Yes. Uh, what was what? Uh, uh, we would also we would sneak in South Park episodes. Badass. Over yeah. That, here. that. Well, that was like because. South Park came out when I was in like, I don't know, like it was it was fourth grade. South Park came out, and there were fucking memos. There were letters sent Ooh, home to parents really? that were like, "Nothing Yo, makes you want to watch that shit more." Totally. Like if, if not no, all of us knew about South Park, <laughs> yeah, right. and then fucking Mister Levy gave us a thing that said, it, "Anytime, it was you, like, anytime you say don't let your kids do yeah. this." That shit immediately becomes the coolest thing in the world. Well, they gave us these letters. They all the kids in every class had to bring them home to their parents, and they were like, "Give this letter to, about South Park to your parents." It's like, what do you think I'm going to do first? Right. I can read that shit and, and then watch sa- South Park. I remember it said in it, like, "I can assure you, it is not funny." And I was Ooh. like, "Well, that settles that. <laughs> I'm going to be this watching South hilarious. Park. Yep, and I'm going to be laughing at everything." You know what we should do? We should make uh like gmail burner accounts and find like pta lists of local schools and send emails and be like don't let your kids listen to the podcast brunch Ooh, that's not that a bad shit idea is not funny that would be awesome that would then be then we'll have the greatest it's like a like click eight, farm yeah we'll have like the greatest 8 to 14 demographic in the world uh no one has ever asked us how old are your listeners? They say, "How many listeners do you have? Right. What are your like? What are your stats?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody asks how, how what age your podcast listeners yeah. are. Yeah, it's not like fucking Silicon Valley where there's going to be a fucking like Kafka violation, whatever right. it's called. Um, yeah, J- just have your kids. Hey, hey, all you uh, you pussy listeners, I bet you can't make get your kids hooked on brunch. Bet you can't. No. So you big so- softy uh, social justice warrior. Uh, come on! No, you're Quit doing being such a liberal. No, you're doing it wrong. You're supposed to say, "Hey, all you uh, parents out there, you got kids? Make sure, uh, make sure you tell them that they can't listen to brunch. Yes, N- don't do it. Uh, In fact, absolutely off off limits. This is such an important message. I want you to t- turn this up, play it on the loudest speakers possible. Maybe when your kids are home. Yes. And it's, uh, brunch is not. This Not is, for kids. This is bad boy stuff, folks. Kids can't be having this. Please don't let your children listen to brunch. It is terrible. What would the it other is kids? Not funny. What would the other kids at school think if your child knew all this, this uh, just off limits content that's being discussed? Disgust, disgusting content. Yes. So uh, you can turn it back down now. Thank you for the. Oh, uh, wait. What? 
Hold on. Uh, we may have a Heim update. What the fuck? Wait. Is the album not coming out? Uh, hold. Let's see if this is... We got it. We got it. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. We're doing something I don't like to do. What's that? Talk about an album after one listen. After one listen. Right. It's very difficult to do. It's like seconds after listening. Yeah. Um, couldn't tell you the titles of the songs. Nope. And like that. We're just going to have to speak in generalities. I did a little live tweeting. I took down a couple notes. Uh, my general impression after listening through once, again, haven't gotten to know this well enough at all. A lot of times when you listen to an album just once, what may be your favorite song on the album is one that you, you didn't give a second thought to yeah. while listening. So knowing that, I will say, uh, let me see, there are 11 songs in the album, three we've heard already, so we just listened to eight. I would say I was at least grabbed strongly by six of them. Okay. One that didn't, uh, let's see, I wrote down the one <clears throat> that as I was listening to it, I felt uh, this isn't really grabbing me. Uh, it was kept me crying. It was kind of, it had sort of like a The Wire feel to it. Uh, but then there was a really cool guitar solo, and I was into it by the end. So I don't think, I don't think there's going to be a song on this album that I don't like. There were a lot with high potential, I think. What do you think? Uh, I think, I mean, it slowed down a lot towards the end. Definitely. Well, yeah, the last song, they end with like a slow like burn. A legitimate ballad, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm i not in, as in love with it as you are, uh, seemingly. I think there was you probably will like be, bitch. three or four uh, that, that like really kind of grabbed me. The, but, I, but I also felt like there were a couple that grabbed me at the beginning, and then like at the end I was like, ah, yeah. could have used a little bit more. Well, the one that, the one that is going to be all over... Your fucking lives because of us. I get the feeling is uh, walking away. Track number nine. It's just super fucking like nineties R and B, but not nineties R and B like fucking nineties guy R and B, which is a lot of what they've done before. This is just like sexual woman R and B. I like it's that. fucking lovely. I like nothing's wrong. Uh, so. Nothing. Yeah, nothing's wrong. Was the most anticipated of them. I've got to listen to it. So we just played it from the speaker on my iPhone. I need like f- seven listens with headphones. Outrageously so, uh, strong start to this album. Yes. Yeah. Stronger than the first. Uh, well, falling. The the first time I I literally heard Fle- uh, Heim was because people were talking about them so i just i bought the album and listened to it so literally the first time i heard heim was like, falling and that is an amazing yeah. first impression yeah right uh, but we've already had this discussion want you back and little of your love are like they're arguably their two right. best songs so you can't hits. you can't argue so those are what that, that, that's one and that's three. one and three and nothing's wrong is the In second the middle. one and so nothing's wrong was the most anticipated out of all this because they'd only played two new songs previously, um, and those were "Little of Your Love" and "Nothing's Wrong." And they st- slowly started to release the other ones, but they hadn't released an album version of or a studio version of "Nothing's Wrong" yet. It's uh, 
That's great. There's one... It's weird when you've heard a song before and you hear the studio version for the first time Mm -hmm. because inevitably there's going to be things that are different and things that you maybe expect they would do, they don't do, and it's just just different. It's not a good or a bad thing. It's different. Uh, The... uh, Nothing's wrong. The chorus is a lot more. Uh, it's not as punchy. It's not as staccato as when they would do it live. It's a lot more. Um, it's a lot more like sing songy. And I think they may have had to do that because it's such a Fleetwood Mac song that I think that between arrangement and studio tricks, you have to do a few things to kind of throw people off the scent because it's it's like. One of those deals where fucking Marvin Gaye's estate is suing we'll sue, people because yeah. it's like this song's this sounds like a song that my dad would do. It's like, well, he didn't. He fucking died. You dope. Um, so you do stuff to kind of muddy it a little bit. Uh, I get the sense that they did that. Oh, nothing's wrong. But again, that's so that's literally from one listen. So I got to hear it like ten times, and maybe maybe that's just a dumb thing that's that's in my head. But uh, the the beat to that and to uh what else uh to uh found it in silence both of those songs are extremely influenced not just by fleetwood mac but specifically go your own way mm-hmm. uh and i like that and then another one of them i i wrote this down or i tweeted it um Another one of them is, uh, oh, You Never Knew. That's like late Fleetwood Mac. That's like Tango in the Night Fleetwood Mac, and I fucking love that shit. I said you, Tell uh, Me Lies Fleetwood yeah. Mac. I said uh, You Never Knew sounded to me like a, uh, a bad, uh, bad bedtime uh, magic song. Right. I jumped down your throat because I was thinking as they were playing it, I was like this. like It, re- it did like, remind me of bedtime magic, or no, of not of bedtime magic, but of Magic 106.7. Yeah. And all those songs that you hear as a kid and you're like, I understand why adults like this, but it's just not for me and it's not that cool. But as an adult, Dude, as a kid, I fucking I, as a kid, shit. I loved bedtime magic and oh, magic I didn't. I was I was way fucking oh, stuck up. And man, like, no, they they can't rock like the Backstreet Boys. And then nah, I was like, man. oh, I can't like the Backstreet Boys either. Fucking kill me. I would take long car rides like and be falling asleep probably like it seems super late, but it was David probably like Boucher. yeah, but it was bedtime probably like eight magic. o'clock or nine o'clock at night, and yeah. I'd be like, oh man, uh, this is so cool. I'm doing a car ride thing, and we bedtime gotta have magic David, we playing. We got to have David Allen Boucher on. Is he still kicking around? Probably not. That guy seems like he's probably been dead for like ten years, but he probably is around. I just feel because like I he, said that. I feel like he I, would be awesome. There's some. I feel like there's some new just guy on on uh, on bedtime magic music guy like very yeah. on brand with us, right? Yeah. yeah, I feel like there's a new guy there, and he's kind of cucking David Allen Boucher. That should be David Allen Boucher's job until he dies. Yeah, he should. If if Rene Rancourt keeps his job longer than David Allen Boucher, then I want out of Boston. Plus, his name's David Allen Boucher. David Allen Boucher, bedtime magic. I feel, so like I, nice. I feel like I could have that job at some point. Yeah, just ease into it. Just got to get a little softer. I'm Pete Blackburn. Mm. Bedtime magic. Bedtime magic brought bedtime. to you by Jaguar. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's a callback at this point. Callback humor to a previous do, episode. Yeah, uh, do uh, do Ray Romano on bedtime magic. <laughs> All right, we have a long distance dedication. <laughs> I know that this that, that I'm doing Casey Kasem now, but I I, lo- I lost track. I was trying to finish the column and get it into my editor who. 
for, for some reason I never seem to have to interact with because I've never actually been seen writing a column. I'm just cashing those checks off the Cal Ripken column. Everybody likes it so much they've been printing it every week in the Sunday paper. <laughs> and the song is uh, Truly Madly Deeply by Savage Garden. Oh, that's a classic bedtime magic song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Casey Kasem filling in for David Allen Boucher on Bedtime Magic. Deborah, I'm falling out of my chair. And that was... Hey, twins, turn this off. It's too late. It's Bedtime Magic. You're supposed to be in bed. What a a fucking life. (laughs) (laughs) I like that now, from now on, all of our opens are going to be uh, Ray Romano, Romano things. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, so I'm, this, this has a very high ceiling. And even if I listened to it and didn't get good vibes off of any of the songs, I still wouldn't be worried because I'd know on subsequent listens. I feel like you were more worried that the album just wouldn't come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it wasn't going to happen. Um but it fucking has, and it's going to be rad. So the entire album, of course, is going to be on the playlist along with the other ones. Uh, another uh, another observation. They let Esty just get after it on this album because a couple of the songs, a lot of slap she of the slaps the fuck out of that thing. Uh, yeah. Specifically, I can't. You know what I, I noticed? What's that? Not enough Alana. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. The there's not a lot of uh, guest vocalists from the other that's, sisters. That's very disappointing. There's uh, there's not an Esty song. Yeah. There was uh, yeah. there was Esty Esty between the wire days are gone and let me go had four verses on the first album. Uh, she has zero verses on this album. I know that's crazy. I mean, I love Danielle as much as anybody, yeah. but. When Alana comes in after a Danielle verse, she fucking kicks the oh, door down. Yeah, yeah. Because Al- Alana is just constantly. We had this. Alana had wants this conversation. that moment. She wants to fucking right. rock. Right. You know? She doesn't need to be the person. Right. But she is going to be a fucking wild card, explosive yes. second option. Yes. Uh, I think that it also. She, you know what she does? She seizes the mic. Yes, totally. I think that we can, uh, that we probably like would agree that Danielle is like the best member of Heim. Yeah, definitely. But Dan- Danielle is like a. Uh, she's like a Patrice Bergeron. Right, yeah. No, she's, she's like. She's so good that she's kind of boring. She's behind her time in that she, she's just like a throwback. Right. Uh, like seventies rock star who's like she's got the chops, she's got all the talent, she's got the stage presence, right. she's got that's why I say she's like Patrice Bergeron. She's right. got all of it and it's just yeah. like she's so such an all around talent that it's kinda of boring. Yes. Um but I we had this conversation off air, but uh it's kinda of sneaking up on me. Alana might be my favorite member of Heim. A lot I think Alana deep down is I mean Danielle Heim is one of my like favorite musicians Ever so, I I think that I can't call anyone but her my favorite. But I know what you're saying with Alana. Like I I love Alana. If I could be friends with any of those three, I like I would want Alana to be my best friend. Yeah, for sure. I and think then th- for like maybe feelings catch, and it's <laughs> like 
Oh, I should have told you earlier. And Danielle kind of plays it down the middle as far as like the Heim sisters go. Esty mm. uh, is just super fucking weird. Est- so Esty, I've got a lot of respect for because Esty has the talent to like she doesn't need to be fucking playing second fiddle in any band. She could be a front woman for whatever she wants. She could be putting out solo stuff. She could be doing like guest hooks on rap songs and shit. And she is cool with her sister, who's probably cool as good, player. maybe a little worse of a singer than her, uh, being the front woman. And she's just off They're to the side. Deal, man. Yeah. Like, but for someone as outgoing and as fucking nut bars she as Esty, <laughs> you give I give her so much credit for like they're being all cool they're, with that. Role. They're all pretty weird, but Esty is like another stratosphere weird. Uh, Alana lets it. Uh, Esty's like a lot of people I've known though. Esty's like Esty's just so outgoing that she's that like she, she just can fucking you, go to the moon, man. Well, yeah, I mean, like you learn to accept it. But she's over the top weird once you like get your first exposure to her. Oh yeah, because like the bass face and everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and just like her whole like she's she's out there. Love it. Uh, but Alana kind of just like she kind of keeps it a little reserved, and then she lets it out in spurts. Yes, um, I think what I like about this album, and it's definitely that this, this was. I didn't expect this album to be as Fleetwood Mac as it is because it's it's very very heavily Fleetwood Mac. There's definitely other influences. There's like a Prince song. There's uh, like I said, there's like a, a '90s female R&B song on there. But um, what the reason I like Heim so much is because, and you see this in interviews with them, they're all like fucking huge pop music geeks, and they they're trying to fucking grab from his right yeah exactly so like when they make music they're they're trying to do a million fucking different things that have been done before but the fact that they want to do those things they've always wanted to do those yes it's i've i think you told me but uh when we were at lala you said that like a couple of years before something like that uh that all three of the heim sisters like they go to lala and they're like in the front row Oh yeah, yeah. What, uh, no, one of them said that during the show. They said that like they came. Oh, that, that, as, yeah, yeah. That's right. They, I think they came said like, like a couple of years ago or like five years ago, yeah. and they were like front row. And, yeah, like, you just I can just imagine them just like fucking jizzing themselves. Yeah. all over Lala, just being like, I can't wait to do that. Yes. Uh, have you seen their Nardwar interview? Uh, no. You have to. It's uh, it because do you know who Nardwar is? Yes. Uh, so he's very, very specific. Like, uh, he does his does homework. His research. Yeah, like crazy. Yeah. Uh, to the point where it often freaks his subjects out. And they were just fucking like trading shots with him mm-hmm. because they're just such fucking music geeks and they grew up in such a musical family that that was when I fucking, that when I was like, these, these guys might be my favorite band because. I heard the album, it was awesome, and then I, as I fucking always do, I looked up live performances and interviews, and the Nardwar interview is the first interview, and they're just like, he, they're just fucking crazy into everything. Like, they, they were talking about Adina Howard, they were talking about Prince, they were talking about uh, Elvis, and Alana was um, doing 
what I like to do, but I know that my friends fucking hate it when I do it, which is when you talk about like specifically what you like about that song, and it's like a little fucking small little detail yeah. that for some reason like it's very, strikes a very infuriating for like somebody who's if not someone, a technically right, sound who's someone person. like who's like I just fucking it's wanted like, to hear the song shut right, the fuck up right yeah. exactly it, that's me to you right. it's just like but I'm just like shut up dude I like this song right it but, sounds cool <laughs> but when people are kind of get on that fucking obsessive page yeah it's such a fucking when you great meet feeling. somebody else that yes yeah yeah like the most uh yeah like it's uh, just because fucking n- takes a nerd to appreciate a nerd exactly <laughs> they're huge huge geeks like that so um yeah they're like talking about an elvis song or something and alana brought up how they did like a they like naturally uh faded out because they didn't have the technology to like actually bring all the sound down, so they just kind of did it themselves. And I was like, fuck, these guys are total fucking losers, and they just sit around listening to pop music all day. This is my favorite band. So, uh, yeah, we're, we'll listen to more of this album, obviously. I'm, just gonna, I'm not going to fucking get anything done. I have a spin class in the morning, and I purposely uh, uh, sked, uh, or booked one that was farther from my apartment because you want I, I want to be driving for like 20 minutes to okay. have that extra 20 minutes, cool move. extra 40 minutes. I'm going to be on a plane for two hours. Yeah. Close to three hours. Save that shit to your phone. Right. Unless it, I mean like it could be like a five minute plane ride if things go wrong. Yeah. So good shit. Uh, what's your last <laughs> tweet going to be? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, you should tweet something like, like, I just wanted to have a job. And then if you die, people can be like, real nice Fox Sports. <laughs> yeah.